everybody. Welcome back to the Game Dev Breakdown Podcast. My name is Todd Mitchell. If you're watching, up there is John Scheiber, or if you're listening, uh, my buddy John Scheiber is with us. How you doing, John? Fantastic. It's cold, but we're making it. It is so cold. It is... <laughs> Five degrees. Five degrees right now, and we had to go out uh, to the stores and such. It was about 11 degrees, so just total nightmare oh. of winter hell outside. It's crazy, because two weeks ago, it was... 50 degrees yeah we were in khaki <laughs> shorts like we talked about <laughs> it's crazy yeah how's everything else you said you haven't had much time to play games this last week no the tail end of the holiday season here has kind of kept me pretty busy preparing for the show like we discussed in the last podcast too at the venue with the brand new toilet at least the toilet was new surprisingly i still would not sit on the toilet even if you paid me even knowing that it was new uh <laughs> Um, and the show was great. Um, Good, very eclectic group of people. Okay. I saw cat. I saw cat ears, uh, fake blood, uh, hipster corduroy outfits, and uh, Carhartt jackets and Ford hats. <laughs> the St. Louis area is so magical <laughs> because it's like that. You got you got metalheads and you got. Uh, people who wouldn't look out of place at Edward Jones, you you name it, and you go outside and there's a homeless guy chasing you around the parking lot, and it's it's just it goes on and on. It's it's so bizarre. I don't particularly like the area near that venue. The club owner is a really nice guy. The door guy is nice and everything like that. But um, yeah, just not a fan of that area downtown St. Louis. It's kind of your Pappy Smokehouse. Uh huh. Yeah. It gets real shifty at night, but anyways, <laughs> that's enough of that. <laughs> we used to live downtown, man. I know how it goes. It's weird. It's like a switch gets flipped. I would recommend people hang out in St. Louis, get some of the delicious food. Anyways. Yeah, that's, that's the regional scoop for this week. Yeah, I like St. Louis. It's fun to do stuff like that, but man, at night, like a like a hateful switch gets flipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I'm with you. No, uh, man. Speaking of crime, this, <laughs> we we are going to have such a downer of a show. I'm just going to say it right now. The the gaming news has all been terrible for like the last week. Since we mm-hmm. since we left off, we had Christmas. It was lovely. Everyone was happy. And then everyone lost their goddamn minds. Uh-oh. Here we go. So I, I think we have to just start with the real heavy stuff first. There has been a noteworthy swatting incident where police shot and killed a guy and i i don't know how up to date you are on this story but we're we're gonna basically talk about it top to top to bottom as quickly and efficiently as we can because obviously it's not game development news but it's certainly gaming news and it's all anyone is talking about right now um i had no idea that somebody died um because just a week that i've had been pretty busy and out of the loop on gaming so this is news to me and i'm interested to get into it what's going on Okay, so here is the situation. Polygon rep- reported this. I don't know who reported it first. Polygon has a an article about it that I'm showing on screen right now. The situation is that Call of Duty World War II, there have been tournaments going on run by a site called uh, UMG Gaming. And I don't know much about this organization or what they do, but apparently they have money tournaments that you can play. And, and we're talking like this was over a, a match that was worth like $1.50 or something. I've got the page for this, which I can show you, but it's it just shows the roster of these teams. The losing team 
two of the members on the same team got into an argument and things got super heated and somebody threatened to swat somebody else. I've actually got gamer tags here. Apparently uh, a player called Miracle and a player called Vaporizer start start this giant argument and this vaporizer guy says, "Oh, I'm going to I'm going to have you swatted. You know, here, here I come." And and swatting for anybody who doesn't know, this is a thing that for unknown reasons emerged in gaming where people started calling police usually by spoofing uh their their phone number to make it look like they're calling from a player's uh location and telling the 911 dispatcher something that makes them send police to the person's house and basically drag them out of the house. Uh, it became popular when streamers started getting popular. So if you're on Twitch or YouTube and doing your thing, somebody can basically call the police to your house. It's hard to catch people if they do it a certain way. So in this story, this guy named Miracle, or who calls himself Miracle, he, he pisses off this vaporizer guy. This vaporizer guy calls a third guy who calls himself Swatistic, which is a combination of the word SWAT and the word autistic. So that's a bad start. And this weaponized guy, autism, but according to his own account, yes. Yeah. So the situation is that this guy goes, Oh, here's a challenge. It turns out this guy is apparently a professional swatter. People pay him money and he has SWAT teams sent to people's homes to have them dragged out and stuff. He's by his own account called in bomb threats to like MLG tournaments and stuff. And he just calls it evacuating. Like, I'm going to get you evacuated, bro. This this story gets a little confusing and a little weird at this point. So the guy who calls this this professional swatter, he's pissed off at this other guy. The other guy contacts him as well and says, you're, you're not going to do shit. I'm not scared of you, blah, blah, blah. And he gives this guy an address. And he, and he says, come at me, bro. You'll go to prison for five years if you send police to this address. The address he gives this guy is not his home address. The address... Oh. Yeah, the address he gives him is another house near near to his area. And sure enough, this third guy calls 911, tells them that he is at this address that he was given. And he says, I just shot my dad in the head and he's dead. And I've got my the rest of my family cornered at gunpoint and I've doused the house in gasoline and I'm about to burn it down and all this stuff. They send a bunch of cops and they're armed to the teeth. I mean, the whole thing, like they're going to raid the place. Mind you, these people are unsuspecting. They don't know what's going on. This guy comes to the door and something happens at the door and the police shoot the guy and kill him. So that's where we're at. Everybody's been kind of losing their minds about this for the last couple of days because it's absolutely insane. I'm in a bad mood because I've been reading about this for a couple hours. I've been digging into it. I found stuff I don't think a lot of people have found about this yet, but I'm sure you're going to hear about it in the coming days. It's just a complete nightmare. It's unbelievable. Was it the... Was it the dad was it a kid like who did they end up shooting the the situation is weird the guy was i think 28 years old and the the arrangement at the house is unclear but it looks like a like a lot of members of the same family are living in this house so his his mom was apparently there he has he had two kids he's leaving two kids behind and i think there were additional people in the house also it, it first broke that one one Call of Duty player got another Call of Duty player swatted. That that turned out not to be the case. This guy had nothing to do with anything. It gets weirder from here because come to find out that this guy who made the call to nine one one, I th- I think he's. I mean, as soon as he found out this guy got shot and killed, I think he sort of sensed they will probably come after me and they will not give up till they find me. 
he reaches out to this YouTube guy, Keemstar, who we've been sort of talking about. Mm-hmm. And he gives the guy sort of an impromptu interview. And it is the most bizarre thing. And a lot of people haven't seen this yet because people aren't really digging that far into the thing. I just wanted to have good notes about this to talk about. So I'm going to play this. We're going to hear about one minute of this this call, which is just insane. This is the call? Yeah, this is a Skype call between Keemstar and the guy who called 911 and pretended to be somebody else and got somebody killed. Do you take any responsibility for what happened? Um, the argument can be made that the police would have never shut up if I didn't make the call. However, um, I don't believe that I'm the only guilty party involved in this whole incident, considering I was contacted and, um, you know, it almost instructed to SWAT and taunted to SWAT and address. I mean, of course, if you want to, I mean, you could say that, of course, I was involved. However, I mean, other people were involved. I mean, yeah, the call was made by me. But um, as far as the whole incident, uh, you could point the finger at numerous people. Um, You could point the finger at the cop who killed someone. You could point the finger at the guy who made the call. You could point the finger at the person who provided the address saying, oh, look, this is where I live. Go ahead and swap me. If you do, then you're going to go to prison for five years. Uh, So it's really... um, in my opinion, uh, debatable. So that gives you some idea. I would encourage people to look at that full video because it's this guy's delusional. He's detached from reality. He definitely has mental problems and he's going to burn in hell. Um, okay. So I'm just trying to unpack. I got hit with a lot. Uh, I know at I've, once. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've, I've drug you through a lot here. I thought you knew no, about it, more of this. No, this is, this is real, real fresh to me. Um, even if I did know about this, just having listened to what I listened to is just purely insane. I don't really know. I don't really know. You can tell, you can tell it's a confused kid trying to figure out a way to cover his tracks as soon as possible. He's made a grave mistake speaking openly about this so soon. Should have kept his mouth shut. Yeah. It would have worked out a lot better, um, for everybody. I mean, my goodness, you don't want to hear these kinds of things if you're the family that had to suffer the loss of a father, a son. You know, the fact that, that this is public, it's on there on a popular YouTube channel, it seems totally disrespectful. It's just, it's the only thing that can come to my head about it is it's just like insult to injury, it's cliche as that is. I mean, I, that's, I can't believe that. I can't believe that kid got on there. And did an interview immediately. Yeah. And and is trying to pass the blame. No, you are mega, mega responsible for what happened. I don't care about who's taunting you or who's egging you on to swat somebody. You did it. You had the means to do it. You carried it out. Yeah. And there you go. A couple of things are abundantly clear here. For one thing, you can tell he does not believe that they're going to find him. He's gotten away with some stuff at this point. He's, he's done one more thing and you can tell that he got into the swing of this thing and went, this is just this harmless, whatever. And I do it every once in a while and people respect me because I can pull it off and I'm not getting caught. It's, it's clear he's off balance. Like he's nervous about this and he understands now maybe finally the severity of what he's been doing for him to sit there and go, well, you can't, it's not just me. You absolutely directly caused that person's death. Yeah. To his credit, which he deserves none, but to be to be accurate, the fact is that both of the players involved in, in the argument 
also had a huge hand in the person's death. Absolutely. There's there's a whole lot of focus on the officer, and he was put into that situation, you know, the officer. Y- you can't say anything that, that makes it the homeowner's fault. That guy didn't do anything wrong. But I, I think three people here need to probably spend their lives in prison, or I don't know. And and we can't do it. We don't have the right laws in place, and that's why this keeps happening. Yes, I think I think um, I think some serious things needs to start happening to this swatting business, and they are going to find this this kid. I, I just have a feeling that they're real. This is going to be the one that really sends it over the edge. And the, that's an important point to pick up. They they did pick up the guy who made the phone call. Okay, they did. They they've found him and. I haven't heard anything about the two Call of Duty players, but they definitely need to see. They they should both see a jail cell. I agree. Maybe not as much as a guy that called up and set up such a ridiculous thing. Um, I don't know. It's it's sort of on par with calling a hitman. Yeah. No, that is a good that is a good point. I mean, to me, it is a good point. Um, the only thing that I think of is is how, what was their involvement in telling him what to do? Because you can get the cops to show up at somebody's house and. And have reason to to make them feel like they need to to enter into the home, but man, he seems to me like he took it into a whole other direction with saying, "I have killed somebody. I'm going to burn the house down. I have hostages." Like, uh, yeah, an- another point. I mean, that is just it's. I don't. That just seems crazy. It's it's sociopathic for sure. It's insane. It's it's literally insane. It's it's something a sociopath would do. And if you if you go to at least I know Fox News has this because I've been bouncing around from site to site for over an hour now. It's why my demeanor is not not great at this moment. Yeah. uh, Fox News does have the 911 call and you can just hear it's it's just the ranting of a crazy person like he's he's not putting on an act. This guy's nuts. So and and an interesting thing is that I I checked Keemstar's Twitter about this stuff to try to get the latest and his hands are not especially clean either, according to most Twitter users, and they're all saying the same thing, which to me provides some basic credibility to the claims. They say that when he was involved in pro gaming and like his early YouTube career and stuff, he he got people swatted as well. He says he claims he himself has been swatted like 50 times. I had no idea, and I, I don't know if that number's accurate, but if he's been swatted himself multiple times, this is way more prominent than I ever thought. I don't... I- it's, it's not to interrupt you, but I call bullshit on him saying that he's been swatted. I, I don't believe 50 times. I, there's, there's, there's no way. If, if your address comes up enough, the cops are going to be like, this is retarded. This yeah. has got to stop. They'll show up, I bet. But they're going to be like, hey, ding dong. Tell your Xbox friends to calm down. We've been here once this month already. <laughs> when, when you know, this, Right. When this was more prominent, I heard about different arrangements like if if you're a noteworthy streamer they were encouraging people like contact your local emergency dispatch explain the situation and if there is an emergency reported at your house we're not doing anything until we've heard from you it's tough because there's no real safe way to do this they they can't really go well we're not going because it could be a real emergency but he says he's been involved in swatting incidents. People accused him of of releasing people's addresses for this purpose and harassing people. I don't know how credible that is, but like I said, a lot of people were saying the same thing about this Keemstar guy. I, I saw a statistic that said there are like 400 swatting incidents a year still. My goodness. What in the heck, man? I have so many questions. I'm, 
this this hits close to home. I've never been. I'm not anybody. Nobody would bother doing this stuff to me. But my brother-in-law was a dispatcher uh, for our town here. He recently made uh, the police force. He's a law enforcement officer now. I've seen the 911 system. Like I've seen all this stuff, and it stuns me that they can't get a handle on this from the from the dispatch side because that's some pretty advanced stuff. And I I got to tell you the truth. If someone in my household was killed this way, I'd probably go after the software developers because they have this real advanced system that just sent police to my house who, you know, maybe shot somebody or, or whatever the case. I'm going after somebody like this is insane. It's it's <sighs> one of these things because everybody wants to jump on the police. Well, this is all none of this would be a problem if police didn't blah, blah, blah. But police have a job to do. And if we're putting them in. If we're causing the situation that causes them to feel threatened, that's not what are you going to do, you know? Yeah. There are no nice. easy answers. I mean, again, no amount of of reasoning or hey, what if? Hey, you have to consider the police officers. None of that makes it fair to the guy who went to his door cuz they said come to the door and somebody shot him in the head, you know? I just that is just crazy. I just don't even understand people. Why is your stupid internet feud that important why is why is that and then why would you give an address to your neighbor's house you know like yeah every one of those people did something horrifically cruel this is terrible yeah absolutely terrible and this is not the first time that swatting has uh resulted in in shooting i i don't have any of the other stories but you can go back through and you can find all sorts of uh, police officer body cam footage of houses getting raided and stuff. It's scary shit. Like, it's nuts. They they do not hold back. Like, if they think this is the case, they're busting out windows and throwing flashbangs and stuff. Like, it's a nightmare. My goodness. And then you and then you got to think of the cops in the situation. They're gonna. Oh be yeah, sick. they're being a hundred percent manipulated, and then they're being blamed for it. Like, I I get that. You know, it's yeah. This poor guy killed an innocent person. I'm yeah. sure he's not happy at all yeah i mean not that he would be but you know what i'm saying a figure of speech here you know what is this guy going through now the trauma that they've caused this innocent cop there's a lot of innocent people here harmed for a stupid dispute over a video game it's i mean it it is a byproduct of gaming but it it is directly attached to these people being just sick idiots (laughs) it's just they they are both mentally disturbed and unintelligent. There's no way getting around either of those things. You are stupid and evil, and all three of them ought to have the book thrown at them. No question in my mind. Yeah. I don't see how this, this 911 caller, I don't see how he's not going to go to prison. And in the video on YouTube that I showed a clip of, if you if you listen to it later, when uh, Keemstar presses him, he says, don't don't you think you should go to jail for this? And he said, uh, you know, it, it wasn't my fault alone. He, he, he never lets that go throughout the end of the video. But he goes, you know, if, if, they, if they come find me and they give me time, I, I'll serve it. So, I mean, you could, you could tell it was sinking in with him. But I agree with you. He, he never should have done this. This was more of the childish look, oh, at, me, look at me internet stuff. He should have got a lawyer. And he should have yes. never said a word. Should have never I, said a word. That's, that's not me saying like, hey, do the smart thing. Try to get away with this. But like. That just shows how delusional this kid was. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Yeah, this is clearly a person with some some mental disorders, some personality disorders, and he's just weaponized autism. I mean, I mean, people made the point on Twitter like him him having fun at the expense of legitimately well-intentioned autistic people. Also, not fair. Like this guy's just an asshole. That's number one. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You've got a grade A asshole on your hands. Now he's in the police hands, and just the whole the whole thing is such a bummer. Uh, that's that's that whole story. But god damn. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that one's heavy. Um, here's what I hope happens to this. Just to try to just add some kind of light to the end of this dark, strange, stinky tunnel. Yeah. I hope this is it. I hope this becomes such a story and hits so hard in the gaming community and really makes people realize that this is ignorant and calms it down for a while if not permanently and just kind of makes people take a big 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 step back that it's just like they think it's some kind of stinking joke you know yeah um i mean i've horsed around when i was a kid okay you know i've done stupid things that involve the police but it was always something on the level of like conan o'brien and one of his college stunts which were absolutely hilarious i don't know if you've ever heard Oh. The one where he called on the road crew, and yeah. it's like you know, you know, it's 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 okay. I get it. Kids are kids. You, you do stupid stuff like that sometimes. I can't say that I'm not innocent of misusing the police, but uh, this is just a whole level of murderous psychopathic status that is just like so far outside of the realm of normal thinking that I can't hardly even talk about it because it just it I can't. That's all I can say. I can't. It's so far outside of non-craziness that I don't know if uh, if anybody but a crazy person would be able to understand any of this. The appeal to it in the first place. Yeah. What kind of a narcissistic butthole do you have to be to want to call the cops on somebody to damage their personal property? Absolutely disgusting. Absolutely yeah. disgusting. Anybody that's laughed at this kind of thing, that's entertained by this that's thought it was funny that shared it any swatting incident that's been involved with this at all should feel immense amounts of shame we need to rid our community of this gaming gets bad raps constantly this is not going to help this is going to go uh it's going to be a notch in a belt for government officials that have been against violent video games and different things like that i mean i don't know if kids realize what they're doing when when this kind of a thing is glorified not saying that this incident is glorified, but I mean, apparently things like this were glorified enough to make this a norm that something like that would be well praised by anybody for any reason and uh, should be continued at all. It's just insane, man. It's just really insane. And uh, you, you brought up if we can take away any good from this. I think if we want to take away good from this, this has to be the one where lawmakers step in and go, we've got to make this count. If somebody yeah. decides that they want to take this action, we have to make sure it hurts. We're at a point where this has happened time and time and time and time again. Sometimes people are caught. Sometimes people get hurt. Sometimes they don't. We've had every opportunity not to sit back and go, when are these kids going to realize this is a senseless prank? Like, you need to up the ante. Yeah. And if we want to talk about government intervention... Now, now is the time. It's not about loot boxes and it's not about what if this is marketing the wrong thing towards children. Somebody just died. Yeah. And it wasn't his fault. 
No. And if you want to, if you want to get over good with the voters, this is what we're interested in. People my age and younger, we are the future. This is something that's problematic. It's not going away. Why don't no. you step up and do something about it? Take time to really understand it and stop going like, well, we're having authorities take this very seriously. No, you didn't. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's getting a, somebody's getting a mighty long prison sentence out of this. And I hope that it really, it does exactly what you're pointing out and that, uh, stick it to them. Really, really, really make them, really make them think twice, man. But my gosh, what, what would, what do we do? What do you do? To try to prevent this because, I mean, you're just looking at essentially the older I get, the more years pass. You start to realize that you're just looking at um, the outer workings of something larger, you know, something larger that's going on underneath it all. And what it is, how it is, what's going on, I don't really understand. It's easy to say pride. It's easy to say, you know, schoolyard antics. But... I don't think it's a satisfactory answer. You know, what, what is, what is happening here? What's happening to young people that they would think that this should ever be something that's on the table for them to do to another person. And I I had, I don't know why, but I had to point this out to somebody in an online forum who wanted to link to this story and say, Hey, you online gamers. And I said, hold on. Uh, hey, you online gamers, this is almost none of us. This is virtually no one yeah. who would who would ever do this. This is not, and I, I have to walk it back a little bit because I had no idea it happened as often as people are claiming it does. If that's even remotely true, just based on the people on Twitter who said like, yeah, I had a cop step on my back and put a gun in my face because some idiot called him after a Call of Duty match. Like a lot of people are saying it, but you, you can't you can't look at like, the the me's and john's of the world and go like you guys need to understand that this is not a game like motherfucker of course i understand that shit are you kidding me (laughs) you think you think that i spend my time after i work all day put my kid to sleep you think i am coming in here and calling the police or or anyone like me oh yeah call duty mad at that guy no this is nutcases these are yeah. nutcases who picked up controllers. It's nothing to do with anything except for the fact that they're mentally disabled and they're pulling this shit. It's insane. And it, no one's going to accomplish anything by going, hey, all you online gamers, shut up. Yeah, yeah. To make a really cheesy joke here, this is like that kid that would unplug the Nintendo when you were winning. Oh, yeah. Times a million, you know? Yeah. It's, it's no, that... It's that pr- it's that person. It's that inability to handle it. Yes. Uh, it's fair. That's a fair comment. <laughs> there you go. So you're looking at the kid that unplugs the Nintendo when you're winning this time. And you are and you turn and you're like, dude, what? I was just beating you on Excite Bike. Calm down. It's okay. You won, you won like two of them. For, for us, it was um, those THQ wrestling games like WC- oh, WCW versus NWO and WWF No Mercy and all all those old THQ games. Somebody posted that on Twitter, and I said, "Listen, I don't I don't throw the word amaze balls around just casually, but those games were all like those. I think back to my preteen and teenage years, and I remember almost nothing but those games. Yeah, if you could have a shelf and things of my that have saved my life, you know." It'd be like, you know, a picture of my parents, the Holy Bible, WCW versus NWO. <laughs> yeah. 
Because <laughs> those, I'm right there with you, man. I spent a lot of time playing that, and those were good. You know, yank out. I never did that though, and that's why you know I'm not a swatter. I just don't have an enemy to unplug people's controllers, but hey, I've been a victim of that a lot while playing those games. A lot. Multiple <laughs> times I saw I saw physical altercations over those games. Now, let me preface this by saying these things are not connected. These things are not connected, but there's one more big news story about gaming that we have to talk about. And this actually happened first, but it's it's hard to start with anything but that that swatting shit. But that's that's behind us, so let's try to walk away with better better thoughts on our minds. Yes. The World Health Organization ah. <laughs> has drafted up their uh I wrote down the name of this thing, but I, oh, the International Compendium of Diseases, the ICD for short. They apparently their system involves new drafts of this document coming out and then uh it's reviewed by <laughs> John put the Sith hood up for those who can't see <laughs> they uh they put these drafts together of, of mental conditions and diseases and things uh i assume it goes through various peer review processes and and eventually this thing gets drafted into uh, medical law which is not a thing but <laughs> that's all to say that the latest draft of this international compendium of diseases includes gaming disorder and this is, I've got a link, I'll pull this up. This is something that came from Polygon also. And I think they're, the, the quotes are all pretty long and full of medical speech and, and things like that. But the, the idea here is that they want to put gaming disorder on the books as something that can be treated in young people and adults. And if you see symptoms like someone is... Uh, not taking care of their responsibilities and they're spending all day at the arcade or all day in front of the Xbox. Uh, you, you can maybe talk to your doctor to see if not playing video games is right for you. Tell me your thoughts on this and, and then I'll, you know, probably just rant belligerently. That's what I'm trying to keep from doing because I want to try to offer some, you know, sound information on this. Yeah. Not to say that that isn't what you're going to do. That's but correct. finding the urge, finding the urge to just go to not go off on this is is really difficult because this is, of course, not as horrible as the swatting thing by any means. But it it uh, makes my brain wiggle in an uncomfortable manner. Sure. Also, <laughs> it's so clear to me. It's so clear to me that if you have if you have a decent head on your shoulders and you know medical information layman can understand by using logic an okay amount of some complex stuff even if it is medical and i think that you have to grossly ignore the fact that if the video game is taking over that person's life that much that it is a different psychological issue a different issue altogether and this bizarre need to demonize the games in this equation just doesn't compute with me because there's clearly something else wrong with this person because, I mean, you take that type of stimulus away from them, what is it going to be? TV shows, movie? Right. Uh, you know, what, what, what else is this going to be? Uh, he constantly want to play with a new Lego Connects and, and they're, it, models, building models. Um, all, if, 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 and they're not doing their responsibilities because they want to play with lego star wars legos all day so now we have star wars lego disorder and 
it's it's like where is the line going to be drawn for this and what happened to just the tried and true you know medical and mental health diagnosis that already exists to say that this is just a person that is um, OCD or something and then they they're extremely obsessive and Tetris is just a release yeah like I guarantee that the type of person they're trying to outline in this article is not playing I don't know I could be wrong but I just imagine in my head this person is not playing the kinds of games that we frequently play and they're not doing them for the reasons that we would be doing them something tells me they would be like uh, uh, what's the weird bald headed guy that's a game show host. Uh, Steve Harvey? No, no, <laughs> not the, not the. Oh man, I can see his face. I don't like him at all. Howie. Oh, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Nailed it. Like he's OCD, and you could tell. Oh yeah, yeah, he literally is. Yeah. I can imagine him having video gaming disorder, and it would be like playing Tetris over and over and over again, just so he can get the tallest, skinniest block, the Tetris, to land as many times as he could or 80 times a day or else his day wouldn't be complete. You know what I mean? It's just what I'm seeing in my head. And so you're dealing with a person with a different type of mental disorder in the first place. It's like, what the heck has it got to do about the game? I don't know. No, and I think the uh, the effect you're talking about does not necessarily have to go hand-in-hand with an actual disorder. I think that games in the variety that they actually come in, they allow us to exercise all kinds of brain functions. Um, and some of them are positive. You know, we've talked many times about the things you can perfect by practicing different hand-eye coordination exercises. My wife and I, for fun, for a long time, would would play... There was Back when there was a better Tetris app on the iPhone, we would try the marathon mode and get our best score and we'd send it to the other person. The other person would play until they beat it. And we actually went back and forth. And my wife being the perfectionist that she is, it turned out to be a lot of fun because she was very good at it. Um, to this day, she has one of the top like rock band blitz scores on the planet on the piano. She's also a brilliant pianist and she's, she's like fourth or fifth in the world on one of the songs that she picked out that she likes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people, people, use gaming in all kinds of different ways. Now, what I would say about this thing, you and I have have discussed this in in knee-jerk fashion all week because that's how we like to deal with things in in our uh, Facebook (laughs) chat. (laughs) Um, I think to both of our credit, we don't just go crap that out into the world on social media like many other people do. No, I... I, I, No, nope. (laughs) But when when it comes to... The World Health Organization saying there's a gaming disorder. I had to look at the context and look at the actual part of the document that they put it in. And it's next to things like gambling disorder, quote unquote, uh, alcoholism. So if you're like me and you were a student of Dr. Drew's all throughout the 90s on Loveline, he talked all the time. He's an uh, addiction medicine specialist. He talks all the time about addiction genes, where you have a genetic predisposition to become addicted and you have that in your personality and it it manifests itself with gambling, alcohol, sex, like all kinds of stuff. Gaming, as as another byproduct of this condition, is probably fair game. If they want to say gaming disorder because they want to study whether or not... Part of this is people are going like, this isn't cool because you're you're basically taking addiction... Uh, 
disorders and you you just want to get paid to study it again uh as it pertains to gaming however if we if we find out that there's a difference between people who become addicted to gaming and people who are addicted to uh drinking you know if, if there are important differences in how we can treat those people uh, fair enough but if we're just going to use it to get it on the books and go well now we need to create laws and this shouldn't be in the hands of children the way it has been since the 70s you know it it really depends on what it's what it's going to be after this and is there going to have to be like like an nra for games that that lobbies in its defense maybe <laughs> uh Whoa. it it's it's hard to say right now because it, it may not even make it through the draft process but it it could stir it could either be used for people to just gain funding for research or it could be used to stir up some real shit like we don't know you know with gaming being the size that it is becoming larger than the movie and music industry combined. Yes. That's important to note. It seems to me like the government's push and longing to enter into this arena is becoming pretty heated by, you know, now we got the loot boxes. Now you got people calling for research about gaming disorder. I, something smells stinky to me here. I've seen enough things go down in the past and I, and I'm afraid we might be in the infancy of uncle Sam. Here comes your drunk uncle that you're unsure exactly what he does for the family, but somehow or another, he still ends up in your house. (laughs) (laughs) Stays too long. Takes stuff he's not supposed to. Yeah. yeah, He's coming up out of the basement real quick because you just put in Tomb Raider and he's got something to say about it because he feels like he can. He can inject himself into this situation. Yeah. That's 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 what I'm starting to smell here. All right, it might be my my tinfoil hat glistening in the sunlight, gleaming in the sunlight. I don't I think say. so this time. I know where you're going. I think you're correct. I'm I'm smelling this, man. This is stinky because it's all of a sudden, you know, gaming. And then yeah. if you can get the older generation to be like bad. Then they'll push for regulations, and then boom, the government's in there, and they're and they'll be right next to devs, and they'll be talking about what can and can't go in there, and then you know the whole time they're going, oh, this is a source of revenue for you. Okay, well now that we know that because you were forced to tell us uh, exactly what you're doing for no for no good reason, uh, <laughs> we're gonna ta- we're gonna tax you on that too while we're at it. <laughs> I, I think I think in a lot of cases it's it is possible that. And, and I, I wanted to talk to my wife about this before uh, we recorded, and I, I didn't really get the chance because she's working a lot right now. But I I am wondering how likely it is that maybe somebody somewhere went, there's a whole big new field coming where it's just ripe for funding. Could they be sincerely concerned about gaming disorder? I don't know. Um, people have, around the world, people have sat in... Uh, internet cafes and played World of Warcraft till they hit 48 hours and fell over and died. Uh, the first one of those cases was years and years ago now. Not not too much has changed except, like you say, this is starting to make money. Uh, yeah. It's starting to make big money and and uh, we've come through certain times of uncertainty, but like things like mobile gaming and, and the different all the different platforms that are thriving now, like it, it's a big money thing and it's worth looking at is is this money inspired? Now, at the end of the day, you can't let that be the only deciding factor. Like, I, I think the logic behind we're studying addiction, but we also need to study gaming addiction. 
I think I think it's a little flimsy, but I I'm not an expert in this. You know, I'm not yeah. an expert in how they classify these things or how important this document even is. I honestly right. don't know. It it could be vital. It could be something that people check casually. I don't know. You know, to play devil's advocate a little bit, to kind of give some credence to the to the other side of the aisle on this, if it truly is a concern to some group of people that may or may not know more than us or might have extra acronyms after their names or whatever, <laughs> whatever the case may be. Let's let's get in there. Let's get in their heads for a second the best we can and, and think about it like this. Maybe they think because games give you a false sense of accomplishment or it can can transport you to an, an alternate reality where you get to be this thing in an MMO that you're not in real life. And, yeah. um, you know, I'm okay. If I, if I had to study the human mind, all right, I'm, I might could maybe want to, want to reach, reach into that world and, and see what's going on. I, I think you could pull some fascinating data on that. It's just the way this is being framed so far makes me as a nerd and a gamer uncomfortable. Sure. Because it just seems like every corner you take, you, we're facing a stigma about one of our favorite hobbies, um, and it's sad that we, we don't need. I don't. I think it's completely unnecessary for this for gaming to be vilified to the to the level that it constantly is. It's just like you got people. Not to go on a, another rant here, but you got people that are watching sporting events, which is just like. Why, when you can have this awesome interactive novel, movie, miniseries that you can play out, that mm. you can be a part of, and like Witcher, for instance, I would much rather play that than watch an entire series uh, season of the NFL, frankly. So you know, like, why is this? Why is this bad? It, it's you, you, it's it, it. I think I think the way that they're approaching these things sometimes. Where it's like, why does it got to be a jab at what what this is, and and not so much as like, can't you just can somebody just come out and say, hey, we're fascinated by the possibility of this being good or bad? Is can that suffice? How, I mean, is that not enough? Why does it have to always have this this like twisted knife? Uh, you know, like it's just why does it got to be pointed and yeah. and pokey and and and. It just seems mean spirited all the time for something like, okay, I, I, you don't understand it, but yeah, why, why immediately? Like you just, it's like they just come in the room and just like smacked you in the face and, and, and we're like, what you do is terrible. And you're like, who are you? Who let you eat in my house? Right. You know, you it's like, from? like, what is this even about? You know, it's, um, I don't know. Am I, and is that wrong? Am I stepping on a, a line there? Does it seem weird to use? Does it seem far fetched to want want some kind of accountability when when this is being approached and learned about to where why does it got to always be negative this is another one of these things where and i think we've been really good about this when something comes up that everyone is you know uh, it's important to me that we try to find both cases really look at both sides of this thing and obviously in my head i'm going like gaming is fine it's not hurting anyone get the hell out of here I, I, I want that to be the result. However, it may be because I was just at a pivotal age during the 90s, but I feel like since about that time, like previous generations, especially my relatives, looked at gaming and went, uh, boy, on 2020, they said this was dangerous. And, uh, you know, they, they put out a, an article in the New York Times that said that this impacts this, the pleasure centers in the brain the same way drugs do. And... 
it, so does chocolate. <laughs> you beat me to the punch there. Like, th- because, oh. <laughs> and and that's fine. But this comes up during the screen time debate as well. Like, if you if you show your two year old an episode of Thomas the Train, you're all going to hell. Um, it's the the science is misused because for one thing, uh, most of us who are talking about it are not actual scientists or researchers or, or whatever the case is, but people are going like, this affects you the same way drugs do. And like, well, so does playing baseball and so does doing well on a test. <laughs> uh, a lot of the stuff that I tell people about, you know, let's maybe not worry so much about one or two hours of screen time for a kid who's in the car or, uh, you know, a kid who has been uh, working with us on learning all day and, and, and stuff like that. I would tell people the same thing. First of all, I, I would say let's go ahead and, and research it if indeed that is the push behind this. Let's let's do the research because I am confident you're going to find, and this is just based on logic, that it is perfectly healthy in moderation as most things are. Yeah. Because we, we have been informally watching this since 1972 or so. The jury's not out. We know how it impacts you. If you're healthy with it, you're fine. And if you're not, it's going to be like anything else. And yes, yes, yes. It's yes. going to be less bad than booze, and it's probably going to be worse than reading books. We we know ultimately where we're going to end up here. So if it takes putting this down in the books, and then when when uh, Aunt Jane comes over and says those those video games are bad for the kids like now now you'll be able to say well actually they researched it and uh if if a child follows this basic chart or guide or whatever like it's it's actually they're probably going to do a little better on tests and have better coordination and they may learn how to uh relate to the world better it doesn't misalign your back and make you stupid you know <laughs> i I, yeah. I look forward to both possibilities if they shut up about this fine if they spend the time with it and treat it appropriately and don't let politics just run rampant all over it, you know. Yeah. Well, you know what? You've made an interesting point here. You said so you said baseball affects your brain in a similar manner as drugs. I mentioned chocolate. Um, you know, we mentioned, you know, reading could pro- so wait a minute. I I guess drugs are just really cool then. Is that what is that is that what we're that's the kind of science we're being faced with these days. Yes. Yeah, like, well, I mean, sound like you said drugs and baseball are identical. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite, but. So, I mean, that's what it seems like. It's like, wow, this is cooler than video games, baseball, chocolate. But that's no, all that I... is. Like they talk about the, like, well, it's got that little rush of, of chemical and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's, uh, that's how your brain works. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. It makes me feel similar to playing chess. I mean, really, you're beating an opponent at a game that required calculated moves. Depending on the game you're playing, gives me the exact same sensation. Are you gonna Are you gonna study chess having a negative effect on somebody? No. Video games are just like a lot of them are just really complex versions of chess. And they they have whole big textbooks about the history of. Uh, cultures and tribes playing games and how we use those to relate to the world and exercise different different strategies and things like I'm supposed to worry about this you know I don't know that's that's just it like if if you are of the um, the genetic predisposition to become too attached to things and to uh, 
it comes with a certain combination of being somewhat irresponsible and you're not willing to manage that that tendency and you're you're letting things slip yeah if if you're the the couple who played world of warcraft while their baby starved yes you deserve to go to prison and this never should have happened and if it wasn't world of warcraft it would have been meth or something else like we we can we can study this as a trend or as a problem but you're going to find every time that it's going to trace back to that other problem. Like you said, like you have a problem with addiction, yeah. just a general yeah. addiction problem. Yeah. And if it's not Xbox, look at the way we market Netflix. Oh, sign up now and binge on all 34 seasons of whatever, you know, literally in, in the case of like SNL or something like, Oh, get on Hulu and you can see all 24 seasons of SNL and it'll take you 9,000 hours to watch. And somebody does it all in one weekend. Exactly. Like, yeah, you're not supposed to, you know, it's like, yes, it could be done, but w- now we're worried about, you know, that, that idea. Like, no, if you do that stuff, if you don't practice moderation in whatever you do, you're going to screw your shit up. Yep. Get, you know, give it a break. Don't don't hammer it to death with video games or, you know, and take it easy, man. Get up and walk around and uh, record a podcast with your friends or whatever. Yeah. Do something productive. I, you and I come here uh, each week and the first thing we talk about is like, did you did you get to play some games this week? And sometimes the answer is not really. No, I didn't play anything this week at all. You didn't play I anything just... this week. I didn't play anything last week. However, e. Kingdom New Lands. Oh my yes. god, dude. That game is so fun. You told me dude. about it last week. I saw it in the winter sale. I said, this isn't going to be one of those times like, oh yeah, I'm going to look that up. No, I got that. And it is gr- that is a great game. It's really well done, isn't it? It's one of the best tower defense games I've played in a while. What I would tell people is if you have not played Kingdom New Lands, if, and you hear this and you run to Steam and you go like, I got to check this out. What you do, you can buy both. There's Kingdom Classic and Kingdom New Lands. All Kingdom Classic is is like the basic Flash game version of, of what they originally developed. Kingdom New Lands is, I think Wikipedia calls it a reworked version of the game. Definitely start with Kingdom New Lands. It's, it's just a better, a better composition of the game, but the whole thing is just great. The art is it, so cool. The gameplay is unique. It's not without its little problems, but I love it. Yes, it's it's um it's I found it kind of a little too easy, it, you know, um, just being a little nitpicky because once you get in a really good groove with it, you can really, really get rolling. And then sometimes it's a little hard to get going, but um, it doesn't matter. Regardless, it's fun. It's fun. I like looking at it. I like listening to it. I like playing it. For anyone who doesn't know anything about the game, it's they call it a kingdom building simulator you do almost nothing except collect coins and spend them on stuff but the way it happens is really neat you're out traveling through the forest and discovering things and hiring people to come work in your kingdom as archers and builders and stuff and and at night your kingdom has to defend itself against various scary monsters and stuff and it's it's just really neat if i could change anything about it it would be that you, like at night, let, let me whip out my own bow and just try to shoot some arrows at something, try to help out. I understand people would get super elite at that and maybe sort of break the balance, but 
I don't care. I still want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe have it to where it's on a cool down or something like that. You know what I mean? Like once a night you can slap down 10 seconds of Legolas. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, you know yeah, give me like... 10 seconds of Legolas or something like that. And then it's on. Then you can't use it for the rest of the night or something. Something, something, something to put a boundary on that. I agree with you. That'd be great. Give your guy a little bow. Give him, give him a little something. And I have it on good authority that there is going to be a follow-up game in September of this year. So I'm thinking maybe oh. something didn't didn't happen <laughs> because that's in the past. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, it said it said September 2017. Look for the follow-up. I'm like, uh, I don't think that went through. Bummer. You know, I wondered what was going on over there. Maybe it's still on the way. I I looked at, I looked at the credits and saw that Coat Sync. The studio is uh, responsible for at least large portions of the game, and I feel terrible that I haven't tried it yet. I have several friends who who work there um, just casually through like Twitter. You know, we we do our thing together. But the, God, just outstanding work to everybody involved in that game. Super fun. That's a that's a pretty cool one, man. I'm glad you played that and picked that up because yeah, that's that's a fun little game, man. It's a, I'm surprised it hasn't made it to mobile, to be honest with you. I feel like that would I translate very it well. It has. Has it? Okay. I think it's on I think it's on iOS at least. Okay, because I was gonna say I feel like it would translate really well. Yeah, you can play the whole thing with one hand, like no problem. Just your directional keys, uh you you can do it. Keyboard controls are great. I played it on the Steam Link. My Steam Link showed up because I bought one during the winter nice. sale. Yeah. That's exciting. It if it's on a wired connection, it works like a dream. It's great. Good to know. I was a little concerned about it, and I'm glad I know a trusted source that has one, and so I can put it on because it'll go on sale again. I'm not hurting for anything like that um, right now, but on a good, healthy network, it's no problem. Five bucks in shipping during the winter sale. I I couldn't. I, I thought like even if this doesn't work well, that's not too bad. <laughs> You spend more than five bucks at Taco Bell, you know what I mean? I certainly do. At least I do. I do, and I wish I could now. I'm starving. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad we got to talk about Kingdom New Lands after this. Uh... I saved it. Normally, we would talk about games we're playing and stuff up front, but I thought, God help us, we need something to smile about, and I think Kingdom New Lands is going to be it today. Yes. Good. Love it. Recommend it. If you're listening to this, pick that up. Devs, good job. It's a game I I like to recommend. Got anything else? We're at about time. No, no. My brain has been thoroughly emptied. <laughs> we we do this for fun, and it's like, you know, I, I work on notes and stuff for the show. It may may not always uh, seem like it's well organized, but I, I do spend time looking at it and trying to make sure I know what I'm talking about. And God exposing yourself to this story and just the situation that feels like there's just no good answer like that's takes a lot out of you it really does it's brutal man and so thoughts and prayers and everything goes out to those families and the cops and and the children that are involved and the families of the of the perpetrators too you know what i mean yeah. you know i'm sure there's some upset moms and dads and siblings and i'm sure there's some there's some other innocent people harmed on the other side there too that just you know the the ripple effect from that is probably something that you know we we will never be able to fathom so yeah thoughts and prayers out to all of those people it's just super sad
All right, again, feel free to check out the videos. We have a brand shiny new YouTube channel that we're uh, putting content on all the time. You can find us in the normal places like SoundCloud.com, iTunes, uh, Google Play, anywhere you can find podcasts. We are there. We appreciate your ratings, reviews, sharing with a friend, interacting with us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, anywhere you can find us. We love that. Let us know what you want to hear more about and uh, how you're connecting with the stuff we're talking about because that's why we do it. We love hanging out with you guys and chatting and uh, furthering that dialogue. So, For my friend John Scheiber and for Code Right Play, my name's Todd Mitchell. You guys keep playing, and we will talk to you next week. We'll be right back.